No. We're going to do the intro. <coughs> we should probably explain to Greg that every week, or every time we come to cast, we we do the intro. Right. Where I turn away and don't look at anyone else. Because yeah. other people just laugh and we never get anything done. Right, okay. No violating me when I'm turned away. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I thought I got in later on Wednesday after you dropped me home. I thought I lost about half an hour. Well, it, that's for a hypno for you. It's good stuff. <laughs> the ketamine worked for you as well. <laughs> it widened my K-hole. Welcome back to another episode of Protection from Noob with me, Lennox, and my co-host, Chad. Hello. And our special guest host tonight is Greg Tucker. Hello there. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for asking. We're back with a little bit of magic news, and then um, we're going to be going over some deck lists and some deck tech that we've seen over the past weekend. Uh, obviously, the state's had regionals or national qualifiers, and uh, we've got some of the first deck tech, deck techs, deck lists, and top eights come in. Uh, first, before we get to them, talk a little bit about an announcement today. Arch Enemy has been sort of spoiled a bit more. I have no clue about this. I quite okay. like the idea of it. I quite like the concept of Arch Enemy. I think it's uh, very good. We can mix it with the abilities of the players. Um, essentially, for those who don't know, this is where you listen in here, chat. It's essentially uh, a guy of 40 life who is essentially your master villain. And you have lots of little people. The little people who are only on 20 life. And they have to take out the big bad guy who's on 40. But wait, wait, I hear you say. There's more. There is more. When you buy Arch Enemy. <laughs> you get schemes. Diabolical schemes. Hey, why didn't tell us something about Diabolical is not a subtitle from it. Well, at least That would be amazing. <laughs> I'm hooked already. Let's play this. It'd be a super type to be Diabolical Schemes, though. Uh, or whatever. Just I mean, like Tribal. That's <laughs> <laughs> no. That's a card type. I think my understanding of it is that doesn't the bad guy, the arch enemy, actually have more schemes than all the other little people? So is he the only person? Yeah, yeah. because, because each, no, he he has schemes and they don't. No, I thought they do have schemes as well. No, they have no schemes, unless you're playing free for all, in which case everybody has schemes. Everyone's but then it's all on all. So ah, um, yeah. So what do these schemes do? I mean, well, you have your scheme deck, which is uh, was it twenty or? 20 oversized cards or at least 20 oversized cards um, and at the beginning of each main phase or pre-combat main phase you flip the top card over and um, that's your scheme is set in motion so the, the one they've got here is all in good time when you set this scheme in motion take an extra turn after this one schemes can't be set in motion that turn so they're only temporary then Some, I've got the impression scum schemes stay around forever but some go when the predetermined conditions already met. Then. Well, Greg. <laughs> well, Th that's an example of a scheme, an ongoing scheme, such as my undead horde awakens. Uh, it's an ongoing scheme, which remains face up until it's abandoned. Right. Uh, which, has, at the beginning of your end step, you may put target creature card from an opponent's graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. When a creature put onto the battlefield with this scree. Scheme is pinched to graveyard. Abandon this uh, Okay, so when that creature dies, yes. oh, no, okay, so it's basically Call of the Haunted from Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Just so we'll edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> it's like recurring. Abandon nightmare. ship. Abandon ship. It's like recurring nightmare set with no recurring. 
Yeah. See what I did there? See what I did? <laughs> I'm impressed. Um, yeah, they're not pretty interesting. I can't say I'm that interested by Whoop! these things. Uh, this one sounds like it might be slightly interesting. When you set this scheme in motion, target opponent chooses self for others. If that player chooses self, he or she sacrifices two lands. If that player chooses others, each of your other opponents sacrifices a land. So essentially taking one for the team or letting the team take one for you. Yeah, it's browbeat. Yeah, so I can't say I'm particularly impressed by this. This seems pretty shit. If I'm honest. Well, I my first question really was going to be, is anybody thinking they're actually going to play this? As in, like, is it any cooler than... Blah, blah, plane Chase. Like plane Chase. I mean, I bought Plane Chase. Thought I'd give it a go. Um, See, I didn't like Plane Chase. I thought it was just fun for a game or two, just like playing with a pre-con is, but, like... It's, it's okay. It's a bit meh. I mean, if they... if an unofficial iPhone app is released that gives me all these cards for free then yeah I hope I'll play um, Arch Enemy <laughs> just no, like wait, 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 wait a minute how many times have you played Plane Chase? twice <laughs> whoa <laughs> yes, we don't play multiplayer actually in fairness we have done um, stacks when we're sat around so maybe stacks we'll play them the shit. we haven't done we haven't really been to an event since we've had Plane Chase to really bust out playing stacks have we? we could do stacks Plane Chase or something have you played stacks off Greg? Heard what? Sorry. Stacks. No, I don't even know what stacks is. Did you have a cube draft with us? Uh, I know the idea of cube. Essentially, you have a, a, a set, set number of cards. cards. Yeah. I've never played uh, stacks. No. Right. Well, basically, we just got the cube, shuffled it up, put it in a pile. You get ten mana a turn, and you draw one card a turn. Oh right. And you start starting hand of zero. I made a broken variation of stacks, where um, we each had a color pile from the cube. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and whoever had blue won. <laughs> Basically, yeah, whoever had blue won. See, that was our variation of Arch Enemy, was whoever was had blue, everyone else ganged up, up on. Ganged up on, yeah. And then they just went something like, oh yeah, just steal all your guys and win. <laughs> and then blue still won anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it just went, fuck off. I said they sort of adapted it from EDH. It well, is, because we all started with um, starting hand at zero, and blue went, oh, I'll draw a card. Oh, look, this draws me three cards. <laughs> I'm so much better than you. Spot the theme. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, can't I say like it. the idea. It seems cool. It doesn't, though. but it's. <laughs> uh, it just seems like seems there's nothing it does here that you couldn't do with other cards. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't need to be oversized. There's nothing interesting they about this. They could save this for another expansion, couldn't they? A whole type of scheme saved yeah. for a new expansion. I just can't say I'm impressed by it. Yeah, I just also think. I mean, they must be selling these things. They wouldn't keep making them if they weren't making money. So somebody likes them somewhere. Well, this they haven't sold this one yet. No, but my point is that they they their plane it's chase must have sold for them to go. Let's bring out another thing. Yeah, you know. pl- I have to admit, plane chase looked kind of cool because chaos magic has always been okay. It's a multiplayer variant. I enjoyed it because I had a dice with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what did you get with this? <laughs> yeah, fuck all. I mean, I think I'm a, feel a little a little let down by this because did you ever play the raid decks for the wild trading card game? No, but I know no. of them. They were really cool because you get you get your raid deck. You know, you get the um the deck that you play the cards from yeah. and then you get like another one that you just turn a you get a monster each turn or something of course right. you turn and then you have boss cards so all the oversized cards are bosses so like other heroes but you can attack with them and stuff in the, uh, I see right yeah. they have special abilities and you fight the bosses and when you beat one you fight another one and stuff oh, it's see, just like yeah. you're going through the dungeon and then when you get to the big boss at the end you go to a, a separate deck entirely mm-hmm. and you play with that Deck instead, you like you sacrifice everything or you get rid of everything you started with. Gotcha, gotcha. And this is just like, oh, I'm literally just playing magic against all of you, and I get a free spell a turn. It's like, oh, I get a free 
time warp. Oh, yeah. look, now I get Sorry. to blaze you. Yeah. Seems. I um, can't say I'm impressed. But I guess so I'm not really So, Wham Springsteen in. Is that what you're trying to say? Huh? Bruce Springsteen. He was a Wham. He had a going about the boss. Sure, it's like hive mind all over again. <laughs> hive mind is amazing. <laughs> um, I have to admit though, it, it depends what the decks they release with these, depends on whether they sell. Because the plane chase decks were pretty meh. I wonder admit. whether they get any rares with it. What's the rare? I got my lightning helixes from that though. <laughs> really exciting at the minute, but yeah. But I don't know if if it comes along and it's like got a a good rare in it, or like the jewel decks, you know, where you've got things like gush and days yeah. in there. Yeah. That was cool. But if they're going to be like the planes, uh, Jewels of the Planeswalker paper magic deck, oh, even if where it's, it's just like, here's some 10th edition commons. Great. I, I mean, fun. I don't no. know who is going to buy those. It's not going to start on that again, but... I, I can't imagine me spending money on this. No. No, no I, I didn't spend I, money I on plane chase. If this had in I got an art of interesting uncommons as well. It doesn't necessarily need to be rares. Some of the more attractive cards out like the jewel decks are the uncommons that they did all art for. Yeah. I have no feelings for this whatsoever. I am no. dead inside compared to this. Should we move on? I think, though, there's one thing you haven't got up that is a good product I think is coming out. Not maybe aimed for people like us, but that deck builders talk about. You haven't got that up. I see, I don't know. What is, is this literally a load of cards? To, that sounds ridiculous, like name on, names on the box. But essentially, is it you get loads of land and. Yeah. Essentially, some fair to middling running cards, and you build your own decks and the theories behind how to build decks behind it. Well, it, what's it come with? It comes with oh, okay. four boosters yeah, okay, from the last few years. Boosters, yeah. Which are standard ones. They're not all standard, are they? Yeah, they're all standard constructed okay. ones, and all the cards are as well. Um, well currently, standard constructed. Yeah, obviously, yeah. if some it's going to cycle out in a year's sort of time, then it might not be. But um, yeah, then you get big wads of land, basically. And you get a big wadge of what they call semi-random cards, and other cards from a pool of cards. Right. But um, and you get a lot of other cards that are um from a predetermined pool, I guess. So yeah. Um, and then it's got a thing that explains about deck building, and it has some quotes from some pros, which is quite cool, I think. Um, because they help. Well, they help tips, with it. Sort of thing. Yeah, and just yeah. So there's yeah. a bit like um. Does Conley Woods write anything for it? Does Flores mm, write anything for it? No. Does Chapin write anything for it? Yes. Does he? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, LSV does as well. Oh. Maybe he's not a deck builder. He's I a can't. player. What are you on about? He's them. Amazing. When has he ever built a deck? I'm sure he's built a deck before. Did he not <laughs> build a blue-white-red? The, the one who was playing with? Uh, I he don't built think that so. shit, and if he didn't, I'm saying he did. I don't think he did. Whatever. Okay, it talks he, about he it. Plays decks. I think it's really good for stars. The prob- my negative point of view is it is something that you could just do anyway. Like, yes. I initially thought, we've got Kaz, you get for a instance. Box with it. Yeah, you get a box with it. We, let's say we've got Kaz, he's new, like, you know, and he doesn't have any experience building decks, and... You know, mm-hmm. Yes, that might appeal to him, but it sounds to me just but like a fat I'm, pack. Yeah, but the problem, yeah, it's a bit like a fat pack. Or we could just make it. We could yeah. go, like, here's a pile of 20 cards from standard, like, of green, and 20 cards of black, and 20 cards of blue, 20 cards of whatever, and then give us a boosters and go make a deck, and it wouldn't cost any money. So, but the, I don't know what the retail price is going to be over here, so that's the other thing that determines if it's good or not. Probably like. 25 quid? 20, 20 no, no, it's, it's $20. They got it wrong on the website. It's $20. It said $25 on the website. But $20, it's but how many pounds then? So, yeah, yeah, 15 quid over here. I imagine. Yeah, I reckon. Just four boosters. So, you've pretty much paid more it boosters won't, now. By the way, it won't be. I think, I think you think. guys have determined this completely wrong. It won't be 20 quid then, isn't it? Why? I know the dollar isn't equal to the pound, but that's what happens. Yeah. Boxes are eighty dollars. Do you know how much boxes here? Eighty pounds. Yeah, but that's nothing Fucking to do. No, but that's nothing to do with wizards. 
Well, yeah, but it is. And the, the no, no, it's because of the wholesalers. So you're uh, saying the, so the euro. So how much is a, is a booster in America? You're saying it costs. Uh, like boosters are cheap dollar. in America, yeah. Five dollar. Yeah, but it's nothing to do with wizards. It's not to do with the dollar. It's all to do with the euro in relation to the pound. Because when it went up, because all, all the whole thing is how much are we saying it isn't? Okay, say so it's around twenty. I'm quid saying it's going to be so fifteen bad. pounds. I think that's good if it's only if it's like fifteen to twenty quid. That's good. So you get fourteen pounds worth of boosters retail price. Well, how much are the um, intro decks over here? Uh, like ninety nine tenner. Yeah, tenner. Ten dollar. Uh, it's about thirteen dollars, isn't it, in America? So it's a little bit cheaper. All I'm saying is, if it's if it's that well, price mark, that's well priced, and actually, I like it. I think it's good. I think it would be a box out of it. It's cool. I just think it would be fun to play with. It sounds like a really fun version of sealed. Do sealed with it. Oh, do you not reckon? Have you heard that there's something about a new sealed version, and a new oh. limited format? Yeah, but it's considered. Isn't it supposed to be between limited and extended? <coughs> no, no, no. Um, that's uh, that's um, overextended. That's it. Yeah. That, that's the constructed format. Apparently, there's rumours. I don't know how true this is. I might be talking bullshit. But there's a new. They're considering a new limited format, right. which is a new version of sealed. So maybe someone's been saying maybe a six uh, booster draft or something. Mm. If it's you open one of these each and the boosters and you build a deck, I might actually fly to Renton and punch what, anyone what, in the face. What are this? <laughs> I no, fuck. Um, uh, as I'm assuming you watched the uh, Magic Show video as well. Yeah. No. Have you not? Oh, what for opening this? No, the latest magic show. No, okay, he does a thing where they, they he did three three videos after the, the opening one where he did. Well, they yeah. Built uh, yeah, they did. Did the the main one is them playing their games and then the reactions. They did it with Chris Walterak, who is a pro, um, and his reactions from it. Now, obviously, they were all positive. I was never going to turn it on. I expect him to go. This is shit. Don't bother going on to Star City Games and buying it because it's rubbish. <laughs> However, though, he was saying that like he was like, if it's not going to be a format, you know, people will play it anyway, which is true. It's like playing pre-cons isn't a format, but people do that. I did true. that when I started. To, we all bought pre-cons and then played that for a laugh or whatever. Like, um, so I imagine people do that. If it was an official format, it's very retarded. But it's then it's just sealed plus, and this seems like you just need tournaments need to last longer, and people need to spend more money, which would be rubbish. So. How, however, like I do like the idea of this. I think it's good for new people. It's bad in our say our group or whatever. We can just support people anyway. But I don't think that's what it's named at. I like the deck builder toolkit. I think it's good. I like do. it. I think uh, it's. I don't like our generally. I'm one of the trying to encourage new people into it. Really. Yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely. what we don't have over here that they do across the pond is that they <laughs> put them in boosters available in places like Walmart and things like that. Yeah, mm. we can get ours in game, but then well, rarely uh, the latest. Don't set. get me started over here though. W. H. Smiths stock literally every other shit card game in the entire universe from WoW Pokemon, which Pokemon's awesome, but WoW's alright. You know, right. Wow's right. It's not the nuts, but fine. Some people <laughs> think it's the nuts. Honey Woods used to play Yu Gi Oh, you know. Yeah, then he realised it was shit and played Magic Gary. Warstones don't do them anymore, do they? They still do They're magic. Not. We always buy fucking loads from them, so I'm sure they do. Well, don't do Southampton, I tell you. Oh, yeah, but that's shit. They want to pull some Actually, in fairness, ah, one of the places that I used to go to, or one of the go to places for boosters for drafting you know before the internet Smiths? was Borders. Yes. But Borders is shut down now, so obviously that's one place. My favourite So they still. So they've done those card games, they're all card games we've heard of. They do Hunting and Chaotic. Now, I only know them from the cartoons that are on them. I haven't seen the Chaotic cartoon. Um, but there's, they, they, they do those card games. Well. I heard Chaotic's alright, but once Chaotic again, you can play online, aren't you? Yeah. Is is that one of um, Kibler's games though? 
No, is it? Maybe oh, the company? Oh. I don't know. Regardless, those... Uh, it's because they've got kids' cartoons, I guess, is the yeah. reason they've got the car game. Well, they've got but a franchise. The point is, they've got six or seven car games they stock, and they don't stock Magic the Gathering, which has been around longer, so why don't they stock them? Okay. Let's get on to, to some good magic stuff. So, we've talked about Arch Enemy. Yeah. Oh, oh, do we all agree that it's not really good? Unfortunately, it's thumbs down. Thumbs down. I'm not going to cross the road to go buy it. Would you buy it if it was on your side of the road? I might piss on it if it was on fire. Would and then take it. Would you steal it out of a pram? I'd steal it from a gram. Uh, and then I might... A gram in a pram? A, a gram in a pram. That was almost a rap, yeah. Oh. And then I munch, might punch a child in the face. <laughs> what? Because it's so shit. You're like, I hate this arch enemy product. <laughs> take got, that, Junior. I've gone to the granny, swiped it from her enameled hands, opened it up, got so angry, gone up to little Timmy, punched him in the face, nicked his lolly, licked it, and thrown it away in disgust. <laughs> so I stomp off down the street. That's my feelings. <laughs> so it's not very good then. No. You said about a magic rap. Did you see my magic haiku on Twitter? Yeah. Like, untap, upkeep, draw, main phase, combat phase, main phase, end step, clean up step. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon they did that Poetry on purpose? Poetry and motion, See, if, 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 um, oh, if Magic the Gathering wasn't an American product, I would say that was on purpose. <laughs> it's a haiku that phases and steps. Isn't it five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables? Yeah. Untap, upkeep, draw. Main Un- phase, combat, untap, phase. Untap, upkeep, draw. Yes, you're in Main there. phase, combat, phase, main phase. Combat. combat End phase. step. Yeah. Clean up step. <laughs> My Fuck job me. is so boring. <laughs> I wrote another haiku and posted it on my normal Twitter, <laughs> which was, um, here is a haiku, while I am stuck at my job, did you enjoy it? <laughs> what a plonker he, running round that old tree, tripped, hurt his knee. There you go. <laughs> Haikus are the best form of poetry. Come on, Chad, give us a haiku. Come on, you're thinking, I can see the no, cognitive going can't. on there. Oh, I'd pressure. I'll come up with the next show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to have Ch- Chad's haiku corner. <laughs> yeah, because by next week, I would come up with about 20 of them. Like, oh, this is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> they just need one, but a good one. Let's move on to something magic-related, uh, or decent magic-related. Um, regionals, obviously, the past weekend. Yes. We've got the first little trickle mm. of deckless top eights coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, a few that we should probably look at. Yeah. Because um, they're going to probably, probably look at Because they, they're going to affect the upcoming metagame for the next couple of weeks. Yep. And Do you feel that people are starting to plan ahead now that Jun's going to rotate and they're going to start coming up with the newer decks to try and get ahead of the game? Um, I don't know. What I format d- is the next Pro Tour, by the way? Is it block? It's block and draft. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'll be looking at. Block. Yeah, because new standard normally is block decks plus like <coughs> two cards and then into Oh, you mean for new standard? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I would be looking but at. Um, I don't think people plan just. We've yet. got Corset and an artifact set to come out first. But I think <laughs> the first artifact planeswalker rumored to come out from. Uh, no, because if you if you remember, they so didn't they... do Tezzeret as an artifact planeswalker, and they had this really long spooge about why they didn't do it. But then again, because they do can... break their own rules, they say. So you know, you can it's interact with artifacts. Killed. Yeah. A lot easier. Naturalized planeswalker. Having said Boring. that, yeah, fair point. Having said that, um, there is <laughs> now a wish. creature planeswalker. He becomes a creature. Gideon, obviously, becomes a creature. So yeah, you can put another creature. Starting to merge the four. Also, they were just trying to say that they sort of, do, you know, they sort of go past those other types. They're too important to be an artifact yeah. planeswalker. You know, 
Which is, well, yeah, you know, I see where you're going from. Yeah, you could, you're, you're, you're could be fucked off. Nissa could be like got... a tribal planeswalker, otherwise, you know, because clearly she doesn't do anything else except... Tribal planeswalker, Nissa Elf. Yeah. Well, no, she doesn't... Yeah, I guess it has some creature types, doesn't it? But, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, she could... Yeah. But then when you get plus one, oh, is it plus two life for each elf in play, she gives herself... You get plus two... Just Amazing! That's right. the tech right there. <laughs> but... Through but wait, wait, wait. No, no, she couldn't be a creature, and, though. Um, your oh, you said tribal. You said tribal. That's fine. Ignore me. Okay. Um, <laughs> right, so I just went straight to my Twitter when the deck list who qualified for nationals. And uh, the first person that I noticed was... Um, the first two people was BDM. And Flores, high five! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Flores. Did Flores actually listen to this podcast once? I, I think he listened to the bit where I talked on my own. About yeah. him. About him. He played Grixis Hits, which um, is awesome. Yeah, just oh, say first impressions. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I really like looking Absolutely step. love it. Um, so he did the video, How to Dismantle Mind Sludge or whatever. Uh, weird. Basically, he played it against vampires and had his opponent misplay horribly and then draw lucky after his opponent Mind Sludge away his entire hand. So the less said about that, the better. Mm. But, I mean, just look at this deck. I mean, I haven't actually read the article that it's in. I just saw um, he tweeted that he'd actually put the deck list up. But I'm pretty sure he'll say something about being at Johnny Magic's house and chatting to Ben Rubin mm-hmm. about playing the best cards and why, why built would he built Boston Why would you not want to post about that? That's what you did. Yeah, yeah. no, that's what, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not judging him. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I imagine <coughs> that's what going to lead into. Yeah. Because this deck does play the best cards. Yeah. So look at its one-drop slot is Lightning Bolt. It's the best Quite one drop. Yeah. Uh, spreading seeds in number two. Probably the best two drop with terminate. Oh, it's it's the best two drop. drop with yeah. best two drop removal. Um, that's it. Is. Oh, and counter school is the best counter spell and standard. Is that the black flu counter target spell? Lose two life. They uh, lose two life. Negate yeah. counter target non creature spell. Right. They lose two life. Yeah. It's got the best. Like a dream. Three drop in lightning, yeah, and possibly the best card in standard. Is reckon deviation divination is purely in there to recover from a lightning? Uh, it's there to hit your land drops. <coughs> so this runs. And unfortunately, uh, wizards has put this on a throw so much that that's the best draw spells you can really play that aren't like. It is. It's like the only draw spell that you, if you desperately, if you always need the two cards mm. for the one card, you need like divination is the only one that you can reasonably cast. Yeah. Other than things like um. Esper Charm, but obviously the deck can't handle this. Mm-hmm. But um, you want to hit your land drops with it. Yep. So, um, Treasure Hunt probably isn't that great because if you don't hit a land off of it, yeah, then you've you just cycled it. Um, and there's not, I don't, don't know what you'd want to shuffle back with um, Sea Beyond. Sea Beyond yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, so you've got Spreading Seas on turn two, so you don't really. Need to worry about a two mana draw spell. Well, they want seems to be okay. probably. It's probably the weakest card in the deck, but it yeah. it's only a two of and it does its job. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're not going to um, put Mind Spring in that slot because they're doing more action there. Yeah. Um, so you've got Blightning in the threes. You've got Sidraxis Spectre, which is basically Blightning's five to eight to rec- and to fight opposing Blood Blightnings. And, uh, and, and hippie type cards have always been good. Mm. Yeah, it's fine. Um, it can come in for three. It's got evasion, so come out of the graveyard, maybe a surprise attack or whatever. Um, Gatekeeper Malakir is a three drop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that seems fine. With coupled with Jason Wine Sculptor, which is in the four drop slot, and is the only, in the, the only top five 
four drops, not necessarily the best one, because uh, you've got Blood Red Elf, Ranger of Aeos, a Jarny Vengeance, and the same yeah, yeah, category, yeah, yeah. as standard, but obviously it's the best one for this deck. Um, Blood Witch 5. Blood Witch 5 is not the best card in standard. Probably one of the best big bombs though. Oh I yeah, mean, purely the only, the only other, there, isn't Yeah, the only other one they, I guess they Well, if you spend a lot of blue-white, then it's really good. Yeah, the only yeah. other one they could have considered would have been the Sphinx, but it's so no good against Bane's Sphinx. That's 6 mana. Oh, no, it's 6. I always think it's 5. No, it's no, so five, five for six. Well, also though, rubbish. I mean, even if it was five, that still stands. It doesn't. It doesn't beat Baneslayer. That card does. Mm. Like I say, if you're expecting blue white, you're expecting Baneslayer somewhere. Yeah, they will be. No five drop. Uh, sorry, that was five drop. No six drops. Um, but when you get to seven drops, you got the three of Cool Ultimatum, which is obviously the best seven drop in standard. Yeah. And does not really. There's not a lot you, once once you've resolved one of them. There's not a lot, not a lot the opponent can do, is it really? I said, well. the, what, uh, was it was it not last Wednesday? I said it's like the magic equivalent of getting wrecked. <laughs> it is close. Possibly. Maybe. Maybe just sexually abused. Yeah, at least touched but. inappropriately. <laughs> <laughs> maybe by an uncle or some sort of stepfather. Yeah, but cool old man to the nuts. And mm. What makes me happy about this deck is it's a Grixis deck that's definitely really really. Yeah, Griggs has been bobbling around in the background for quite some time, isn't it? Yeah, and it's yeah. never been able to quite push its way through. It's had a few top eights and PTQs and things like that, but it's, I don't know. White has made the black or red part not look as good a lot of the time in the moment. But yeah, I yeah. found the right combination of cards to make it the nuts, and I love it. I'm so well, glad that Griggs is working. Yeah, I mean, if Blue White gets good, like uh, Flora said himself, this is the best deck of standard. If Blue White control starts becoming the deck to beat. Um, it also goes mono on mono with Jund with their Blightnings, and it also runs Sidraxis Spectre, so it has yeah. sort of an edge there. Um, I can't imagine that many decks really giving it a problem. And um, a Nighthawk in the board as well. Mm. Check. Yeah, I I, th I think he does go into it looking down. Um, he's got some sideboarding tech there. No, it's something I'm definitely so. going to read probably when I get home or whatever, I reckon. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm interested in playing this deck. What has he got in this sideboard? Consuming Vapors, obviously. Counter Scroll, yeah. Duress. Final Jace. Final Blood Witches. Two Terminates. Night Hawk. Yeah, yeah. I see why they're all there, really. Yeah. All um, but so, yeah, that's a he qualified with that. And I, th I think that's a really, really good deck. Mm -hmm. um, and I will be considering running that after this weekend. Like, I'm sticking with John this weekend. Purely because uh, I've pl I know you the matchups. Uh, but yeah, I'll be looking at this if I qualify to play for nationals. We, or w rather, with in mind, obviously we get a corset change before then. But something to keep in mind. Not a change though, <laughs> just an extra corset. Twenty-six land. Eight, nine, ten, 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 ten. Is Scars mirrored now? Is that Scars mirrored now before nationals? No, no. It's, uh, so Emma you don't get corset change. You just get a oh, you get an added corset. Card. Yeah. Which um, I mean, realistically, can that. Will it change after ring? Maybe, I doubt it though. I mean, um, but then no, again, I, I, I guess because you don't lose things like Bane Slayer Angel. As, mm. well, yeah, but then again, we had Bane Slayer Angel, that changed things up enough, so what does M11 bring to the table? So yeah. we don't know, True. but you are right there. I mean, like, I don't think definitely worth considering for yeah. Nationals. Mm -hmm. I like how you're assuming you're going to qualify. <laughs> well, I'm going to Cardiff, I've got home ground advantage, it's fine. Um, you're not despite, Welsh. <laughs> despite the fact I don't live there anymore. Um, okay, so <laughs> that's Grixis hits. Yeah, uh, quite, I really like that deck. Um, I mentioned also BDM also qualified, um, and he uses the same deck as Gavin Verhey, 
which is um, Jerry T's Vengeful Nia deck. Um, so this is I I don't know how many that is. Uh, this is I think 35 creatures and two non-creature spells, and the rest is land, In including three raging ravine to stone wildwood. Um, so it's well, it's got Bloodbred Elf, Cunning Spark Mage, Knight of the Quarry, Lotus Cobra, Woo! Noble Hierarch, Range of Aos, Scoot Mob, Stoneforge Mystic, Vengevine, Wild Cow, and basically every Bloodbred Elf Cascade gets your Vengevines back. Range of Aos into one drops, so there's plenty to get even later on. Mm -hmm. uh, and that gets you your Vengevines back. So you literally get Blightning to discard two Vengevines, untap, play Bloodbred Elf into anything anything <laughs> basically Stoneforge Mystic getting your Bayer Moss Sledge yeah. and swinging for 14 so what do people what do you think of this deck do you um, like it I mean at least two people qualified with it oh it's obviously good um, it's a little it's a little bit dull but not at the same time it, 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 well, it they've obviously looked tent, it? Yeah, lots of creatures and swings they've obviously looked Avenger Vining God which is fair play and they're all really powerful creatures like all of them do something pretty good in their own right bar obviously yeah. well let's go restricted too I guess and like no horror because it's really much the same but like that's the only card that doesn't do anything as own really I think it does something interesting uh, Cunning Spark Mage and Basilisk Collar very interesting yeah well they're all really really solid creatures Mana Acceleration which can also get in for damage, yeah. so it, but it is very similar to Boss Knight, but they've just gone heavy creatures, so they can take advantage of Venture One. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, it's all solid creature card no advantage or mana acceleration in creatures. There's no path to exile. It's essentially the difference. Well, they've got they've three paths in the board, in the board and three O-ring. They got three mana barbs, which is a troll matchup. Yeah. Two Pride Mage, two Pithing Needle, and one more Bear Moss Sledge. Um, but yeah, I, I, d I don't think that there's uh, too much to say about this deck. The article I read this earlier that goes on to just talk about the um, matches that he played um, which isn't really much point in us going into that moving on okay um, Okay. a couple more decks uh, that I've just pulled up um, Pat Chapin did an article this morning I haven't had a chance to read this one either yet um, uh, called it's cool to play Jund which sounds really good for me uh, I'm really going to read this um, it's, it's got a Vengevine Jund list um Running Sarkin Madden, Nest Invader, and Vengevine. Um, Mole Drifting tweeted about uh, s like a sick player just blinding myself, discard two Vengevines. That's got to be living the dream. Yeah. Yeah. And having your cake. <laughs> and literally, cake. literally a Vengevine cake. Which lots of people own up. Um, yeah. Vengevine is, though, is play two creature spells, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's I was just thinking that Nessa was really cool if Nessa Vader just set him off, that would be just broke. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, yeah. No, but it would be worse against permission. Not that there's any now, but whenever you cast a spell, if it's no, a second creature spell, you I'm cast saying, like, permission is, like, what right now? Like, you, if you're, unless they're all playing Essence Sky, it's, like, cancelled. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so if you could just go. Discard Avengervine early or something somewhere. I don't know. And then like but when you get blind, <laughs> play a nest invader. Maybe <laughs> 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 that's not the way. No, thankfully. It's if it's a second creature spell you cast. So if you play it and then it dies and then you play another creature, you don't get it back. It's a shame. Wow. It's not like if it's if you played at least two, it's only on the second one. Didn't really think about that. 
Um, yeah, so there's some junk lists. Um, not really much to say about <coughs> If I do well at the weekend, I'm sure we'll be talking about junk more in the future. Mm-hmm. To, um, so I'll do a report. I'll at least blog it, even if we don't do it on the podcast. What happens if you do really bad? Can we talk about that? <laughs> we did last time. Oh, really? yeah, it's fine. I'm not going to do really bad. I have a home field advantage. Oh, me and Bailey did. Because we talked about that's qualifiers where we both. Did you, t- you didn't, but out. I never got to talk about how I did. Did you qualify? No. Exactly. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so another couple of decks we pulled up is uh, Chris Lackman's Spreadem, the aggro Spreadem. I think Billy Moreno had a build as well. I don't know how similar they are. I haven't closed in front of me. Um, or it might be this one's Moreno's and Lackman just um, borrowed the list. I believe that is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, four Bane Slayer, four Bloodbred Elf, three Warmonk, three Wall of Omens, Ajani, Vengeance, Ardent Plea, Dead Judgment, Elspeth, Gideon, Jace, Oblivion, and Spread and Seas. So it's like, so it's aggro spread em, uh where you cascade down into spreading seas, hold the early game, and then just go, also Monk, Bane Slayer Angel, Oblivion, Lap away from Bank, Gideon, Info 6. And Arden Plea, even though obviously is only here to cascade into spreading seas, isn't actually terrible. Yeah. Or Wall of Omens. But either way, it's going to get Wall of But I um, mean, what I'm saying is that, you know, because what is it? It's, it's Exalt. It's an enchantment with Exalt. It's it? Exalt with one. Yeah, but I mean, um, in combination with Rock's Monk, I mean, that's really easy. He's bank cards. That's re- it's quite good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, it's really it's, good. I mean, I'm not saying it's broken, but well, it's it, good. It gives like you um, a bonus. Uh, what's really interesting about this deck, I think, is. The ardent please is that you can cascade after boarding into various tools in certain matchups. Mm. So you got four car- four core firewalker, three meddling mage, and two pride mage in the board, as I well as the trace to play of pride mage main. Mm. Really? I don't know. I don't think a lot of matchups you don't really need it. Like it's no, bad against John. But he's a good he's a good solid uh, aggro guy on his own. He's a free free. Yeah, but. Considering other decks are playing three threes for one, or three threes for three, that then replace himself with one more take. Oh yeah, but no, they're not playing three threes for one because what happens is you, um, you spread season. <laughs> oh, did you see Harlan's play against New Mike last week? Uh, th- they were just playing like uh, you know friendly before we started, and um, he goes turn two, spreading sees your fetch, and New Mike was like in response, crack my fetch. And Harlan's like, yeah, sure. And so he obviously knew he was going to do that. And he was just like, I was like, why did you do that? He's like, oh, I need to draw a card. I was like, you've got an island in front of you. Play on that. <laughs> if you need to cycle to hit your land drops that badly, just play on your own land. Otherwise, you're playing two mana for no reason. So, then, what's the story there? I'm better than Harlan! <laughs> ben, all of you! <laughs> There's also Trace of Abundance, which is cool in this deck. Because it goes on the colonnades. I, I did start reading though um, how on Five for Flores how he said about Tracer Abundance I would play that I would play that in a ball and then he went actually I like it that's really good yeah. <laughs> I would consider playing Jund I, now yeah, like, damn I, I apologise it's actually awesome <laughs> I'm so sorry oh yeah yeah I'm going to play but some Jund like he said to back himself up and he is right there were no man lands and obviously with man lands it's not yeah. having a shrouded raging ravine is pretty good um, there's one more deck that I pulled up to talk about just an interesting one I don't this think it's a competitive yeah this is uh, Marshall from Limited Information no this is Marshall from Limited Resources Limited Resources uh, yeah. the de- <laughs> Limited Information makes them sound like they don't really <laughs> <very much laughs> <a bit. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, yeah, so this is Marshall from Limited Resources. Uh, deck that he took, I think, came eleventh, so he didn't quite qualify, unfortunately. Um, it's it looks essentially like um, a polymorph deck, deck yep. but with the combo in the board and um, running planeswalkers. Because I think the only creature in the main is Wall of Omens. Um, yeah, the only creature in the main deck is Wall of Omens, which I assume you take out when you put in Polymorph and Emrakul. Um, and also Core Firewalk in the board. Well, yeah, you can Polymorph and Dominion. Interesting one for Emrakul as opposed to Ulamog. Oh, no, because you're, um, you're cheating it into play. Oh, uh, of course, with uh, Polymorph, aren't you? Yeah, so... Um, you must go for the biggest one, you must go for the biggest one, you, yeah. Well, this is the one that doesn't die, except for rat effects. Okay. As opposed to the other one that gets passed. Yeah. Well, this is the reason but Ulamog is getting paid, though, um, because yeah. actually, they've obviously found that that's... Well, we discussed yeah. the pre-pick guys before, that not getting raft is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, everybody's well, no, out. Everybody's uh, O-rings, uh, O-rings in decks are going up now because of him before. <coughs> yeah. I imagine. Uh, Ulamog's good... Uh, like it's really good because you can vindicate an opponent's chase. It impacts the board. I think it's probably the best yeah. one. Drawing four cards. Well, is I mean, but irrelevant. also when you're playing say blue white, your deck plan is that you just like wrap and marshal coup and whatever. Like that's pretty good as well. Like having your 10, 10, 10? 11, 11. Which one? Ulamog. Ulamog. He's in ten ten. Yeah. Yeah, he just can survive your wraps, which is really sexy. Mm. Yeah, but, but uh, obviously he dies to path. Yeah, obviously, but and uh, O-ring. Uh, but, but yeah, um, like you say, you can kill Jason. It remind that reminds me partly of um, what was that green guy from Shadowmoor, whatever, destroy a non-creature. Uh, Wiffle Primus. Yeah, same reason people were playing him because actually he was quite good. Like, yeah. I, obviously he 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 was better in a way because he recurred himself because he had persist. But uh, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I actually quite like this deck. Um, it runs a uh, three Awakening Zone, yeah. along with like uh, Garrick, Explore. Um, it runs Time Warps. And it's it's sort of like a ban planeswalker deck as opposed to a blue white red. Yeah. Um so it loses a Johnny and runs Garrick instead. Which um, is sort of a shame, but um Garrick plus awakening zone equals good times. I mean like Yeah. You could just go the short Garrick plan of trying to sort of overrun with a load of tokens or whatever like. Yeah. I mean I I don't think there's correct me wrong, there's no way for this deck to go infinite, is there? On the time warps or anything. It's not no, like um, a time warp is a powerful card. And it's I can't see why. Time well, I don't know. I don't like time time warp in the main. I'm not sure they have a yeah. polymorph really. They have four other cards inside. I know. I really you like the um. I really like oh, the yeah. green blue time warp deck from um last standard season. Uh, well, time warps <coughs> in there because uh, I don't all the card types, bar say wall of omens and spreadsheets, obviously. Mm. Um, take full advantage of having an extra turn. It's like the original yeah. Time Warp decks that, well, I say original, I mean, original Time Warp decks of this sort of season when it got back in M10 or whatever. Yeah. You know, you get to make two tokens of Garrick or I get to attack twice with your flying Gideon, maybe you've got Elspeth and Gideon yeah. or whatever, like, that's yeah. the reason why. And I'll say, like, you know, an extra token from Awakening Zone isn't anything to, you know, be upset about. And hitting another land drop is really big against um, another control deck. Like, or even aggro, really, like, if you can jump to that jump a few turns also I think against the control decks especially as uh, very permission light and a lot of them are running negate over something like essence scatter so against that you can actually hard cast Emrakul off this deck mm. which gives you additional turns or additional turn but I mean using Garrick um, to ramp uh, obviously Awakening Zone gives you more 
explore pathing your own water payments is a nice play Mar for Marshall Coup uh, I really like this deck it's like I think it's a little rogue deck that can come out I like giving them a shout out just because um, they can do an awesome podcast yeah and also they uh, agree with me and not you it's not my fault if people want to pass me fifth pick narcolepsies how am I supposed to know it's first pickable <laughs> it's not that great. Uh, seriously, uh, in draft, we start a half an hour rise, argument in, again. Rise in draft, narcolepsy is the only card I fear. Pow. Now there's a statement. Right. There's a statement in the heart. You know what I fear? Lotus Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I quite like this deck. Um, I would consider playing it. Magic. Oh. This is this is cool website actually. Magic deck statistics. Deckstats dot. Deckstats.net. Is it as good as deck check? This, this looks quite cool because okay. it's actually I haven't really paid attention to the stuff but it's got the sets, the probability of having that card. He's only uh, got an eleven point eight six percent chance of drawing that kidding. Is that that what probability is that though? Is that in your opening hand or starting what? hand probably? Oh, starting yeah. hand probability. Um, it's got how much of it costs. Well, yeah, but you can't upload deck check, can you? He uploaded this deck himself. It's like MTG URL. Have you seen that site? Do you know what, other, just do you know what other websites like that? Which is a sort of mini shout out, but I doubt they'll be listening. TCG player? No, 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 no. no. Oh. Um, so many more to home, but you, you wouldn't have seen them because you didn't go to the qualifiers that we went to. Um, but the people that do MTG Vault. Oh, yes. Do you ever go on that website? Oh, no, I haven't been there. Because, I know they've been updating. Uh, I, I think I follow them. Because they used to live in the area. They were, well, one of them was at. Uh, <laughs> as at our qualifiers, actually. He's the. Uh, he's my. Uh, did we actually do. No, we Done. Did we do a pre-release podcast? We did. He's the yeah. person I played last. That um, had the kid. No, no, he's the person. He was on the person. He's the person who played last that botched wrong, basically. And basically. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, he's a he's a guy from MGU Vault. So yeah. Oh, cool. So, shout out to them. Their website is really good and there's essential things. However, unfortunately, in this magic world, there is a, a lot of websites that are the same. So. Was it MTGVault.com? Yeah, MTGVault.com. Can I have a look. But they were down for a while and they came back up. Uh, they got a mention on Monday Night Magic as well because um, it's quite a good site. But yeah, I first met them. Well, I might have inadvertently met them in the Games Workshop before, but otherwise I, I um, met them at 10th edition pre release, I think. Mm. Or whatever it was. 10th edition pre release? Well, not pre release. I was there. Release. Yeah, you were there. I was there. That's the first time I ever played Diesel. Okay, I, I think that's all the deck lists. Specifics that I pulled up. Does anyone else have any other deck lists off the top of their head they want to go into? I will look them up. No. Anyone no seen in the last couple of weeks? No? Um. Well, I'm wondering about Super Pals and whether oh. the need for red and does it need red and can it go into another colour? Johnny Vengeance is. Well, I need his tapper. It's a nice manipulator. It's uh, a lightning helix and it's an Armageddon. It's quite a nice manipulator. He keeps stuff tapped himself. down. He gets a tap down because it's different. Same shit, different gravy. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, what I'm trying to say is, is a Johnny Vengeance and only running one mountain? Yes, that's fine. Viable. Yeah, because in you're going to be running the arid mesas anyway. With loads of spreading seas everywhere. You're going to be running the arid mesas anyway. Yes. Yeah. Do you, um, do you only run one mountain? I thought you had two. I did run two because I was so, I was yeah. considering, seriously, once you get spreading seas. Um, um, have you got, um, deprived though? No. no, I think that's 
But doesn't have bolt because earthquake, Mike Force Mike also no. chucked in lightning bolt. Yeah, he had Rattle Triple X. You could look at bolt and, earthquake, bolt and earthquakes somewhere. I would want earthquake. Because you've got yeah. Dare Judgment and Marshall Q, don't you? Yeah, you don't need enough sweepers. You've got enough sweepers. Yeah, but you're a red player. <laughs> you're the yeah. wrong person to really this be asking true. this question I about a blue-white control deck. I want to put the pizza on. Well, vampires have died a death, haven't they, really? Pardon the pun, because they're undead and can't die. Um, no, vampires is this deck that has um, never... Really quite made it, is it? No, it's one Star City Games opens and things like that. I mean, I feel the 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 higher-level pros, I mean, not to try and insult anybody that want with vampires, but they want to play either Jund or play some of these controlling decks, which is yeah. fine. Vampires is very gimmicky though, let's be fair, it's a tribal deck, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm okay with your pepperoni. Yes. Yes. Do you know? Well. Yes, please. <laughs> do, you, do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know? I was thinking, with, with John eventually rotates, whether yes. vampires will come back. Oh, in. vampires is going to be good. Because it, it do, you gets know to do you know why I tell you that? What? Tell me, chat. Tell so me. I'll tell you. So, um, everybody's like, they're going to disagree, but uh, online, yeah. it is slightly changing now because Rise of Draws is being impacted, but um, Block, mm. until Rise came out, was pretty much everybody playing Vampires. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a Allies was in there, probably. Yeah, yeah, Allies was there, but. Mm. There wasn't any particularly. Vampires was an obvious deck in Block. Now, like I said, like new standard format normally is Block plus yeah. Now, to be fair, Rise has completely changed that. Reading, I don't know if you ever read ChannelFireball.com. Yes, I do. Do you read FF Freaks or slash Brad Nelson? Do you ever read his articles? No. He talks quite a bit about Block because he's a mostly MT player. Um, Thank you. But he's been talking about lots of other decks that they've been going on about, and he's that he won the online PTQs with and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, until then, like all you really ever heard about was Vampire. So I imagine it will still be a deck. Yes. And it will be better for a while, just by default because it's a a Zendikar Worldwake deck, isn't it? Mm. Like, I really like Vampires. I'm disappointed it hasn't really hit the scene as much as it should have Well, been. I am proceeding to play it in our play group. It's a nice mix between some good people and some not very good people in well, our play group. So that means that the deck is fine because it, I will struggle against playing as Jun, but mm. I can beat it. Well, I would argue, would... And I will hammer the poo decks with it. Would Vampires need to go... Bear in mind that the meta is slower, it's more controlling... Would Vampires not do itself a favour by going more aggro, as opposed to the mid-range black control that is the moment? I've or seen predominantly it, Well, I've seen people play aggro builds, and I... Um, I hate Bloodcast, we already know this. I played a guy, <laughs> but I, I hate it. Like, I'm not going to explain... I should write a blog post about why I don't like Bloodcast. I, I, I must admit, though, the first thing I always sideboard out is Bloodcast. Yeah. This is, well, this is my decision. I, nev- I literally... Um, when I went to the national qualifiers... Mm-hmm. I played that deck the one week with you guys before that was it that's what I played I played like three games of it yeah. and that was it and every game I played at the qualifiers I started with that yes so um, basically I don't think it's very good but I do think it is good against our match so now there are more control decks in the format it is definitely better so right. you are right um, but what do you take Lacerator is a good card but it does he really cut it no. No. I might as well be playing green and playing free threes instead of two twos. Yeah. That don't hurt me. Um, this is what Chapin said. Um, so sort of at the beginning of current standard or like the Zendikar standard was if you're going to play things like Lacerator, play White Weenie instead. If you're going to play the deck that plays small guys and aggro's out with a little bit of whatever backup, 
pump back up in the form of Nocturne. I mean, run white weenie. What what I feel vampires is is like it's it's a bit mid range really, and that's obviously an easy term to throw out there because you could say any that that isn't the neither aggro or control mid range. But I mean it is. It feels like rock a lot more than any other deck does. Yeah. Which actually makes me feel dirty because I don't want to play a rock player, but. Um, it does feel like rock. I mean, Naya is a bit like that too, but Naya is a lot more quirky than the rock deck is, whereas this isn't. Like, it's fairly simple. But this is some things that are so powerful. Like, Nocturnus is a really, really powerful, one of the most powerful Lord cards ever printed. I would say. Yeah. Like, well, I didn't read an article that with all the fetch lands, it's not actually worth having fetch lands because it doesn't actually thin your deck down probability wise that much. Wasn't there a magic? That got, wasn't there an article? What, are we talking just in vampires? We're just talking fetches in two, but I see why we have it oh. in vampires to turn Nocturnus. over to get, to get over Nocturnus. But by the whole nature, I found that Nocturnus can be quite unreliable. Yeah, but this is the reason if you're clever with your vampire deck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying you're not. Uh, uh, you're taking this the wrong way. Um, this is the reason pipe. you do the obvious tricks of playing your fetches afterwards. Yes, yes. And seeing what's there. You know, you might you might need that land, but you're swinging free combat mm. with your black card on top, then fetch because you need that land to play your Blood Witch or whatever. Because yeah, yeah. he's not giving haste, so he's not going to affect combat really mm. as such. Like, he, they might make the decisions different if you've got Blood Witch on the board or not, I guess. But I mean, really, like, you know, I think it's fine. And also, it's good. It makes it slightly less susceptible to spreading seas. I mean, spreading seas doesn't do too much against you. I mean, it is still pretty annoying. Mm. You want to be able to hit black, 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 black. But, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, even uh, Nocturnus himself is black, black, black. Mm. One, so. But, uh, yeah, I, I like the fetches in there. Also, you play, if you're playing Tendrils, which I'm sure most people are, yeah, probably yeah. Consuming Vapors now. Yeah. I play three and two. Well, I've, I've heard that Consuming Vapors isn't that good in Vampires. I like it, but I would never play four. No. Two tops. I am playing two, yeah, tops. I yeah. thought about playing two and three, but the thing is, how, however, it obviously can be better than draws, it's not because it doesn't decide. It doesn't no. mean it doesn't free, and there's enough tokens in this format for consuming vapors to be a bit. Net your life, yay. Yeah, yeah net your life and kill was token for four mana. Yeah, that's yeah. a bit shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it is good. Um, so I think the mono colors are going to come. Well, obviously, the mono colors going to come back in, but white weenies, I think, is going to become strong again. Um, mono red. Red deck, well, red deck wins never went away, did it really? Red deck wins is the deck it's that been around the background, background. and mm. it's sort of like vampires. The other thing you read as well is that a lot of the people go, people still are testing against it. It's obvious because they write about their control deck. It's really good against Jund, isn't it? It's red deck wins. No, oh, red, red deck wins. wins yeah, 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 and also um, but bad match vampires and red deck wins are similar. Red deck wins is just more of a deck of, of times. We always talk about that. Uh, but like you read about, it's got significantly less late game. Like, than like say, if we were doing this podcast two yeah. weeks ago, we wouldn't have been talking about Grixis the first. Week. Faster, we would have been talking about Blue White Red, Planeswalkers or Super Friends or whatever bullshit names people want to call it. <laughs> like, they all everywhere I read, they were like, we've got a really bad matchup against Reddick Winds of Vampires. Well, I think it's got faster, hasn't it? Because he's got the Bushwhacker uh, Devastating Summons. I love that one two. Which I think is uh, a very good for turn three. I think is that the sack the lands put two yeah, XXs? That's basically turn you three. Balls on the table. Yeah. And see if they want to you know, well, do anything about turn it. Turn three. Wait, is it to play turn three, isn't it? I think it's turn three. Where you, it's, well, turn one, Goblin Guide. Turn two, play to GOP or the um, Craven Dragonlord. Turn three, um, tap it for mana. Uh, what is it? One red sacrifice any, sacrifice any of lands. lands. Okay. So tap it, tap all your mana. One, one red, produce uh, three, three, threes. 
and then with the remaining two floating in your pool. So he's three series. No, if you, if you on no. turn three you lay low. You're thinking it's the two no, last of the series. No, 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 yeah, you, you, you flew it. I've got a card here. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, it's one red. Is it red? Yes. And it's a sorcery. As an additional cost, it costs devastating summon, sacrifice X lands. Yes. But two XX. Oh, two X's You're thinking of Gelatinous y Genesis. No. The XX um, green green for X X because you get you you play him and your bushwhacker kicks and you swing for 12 13 14 10 10 10 that sounds right to me. You got 3 2 3 3 6 seven, 8 9 one, one. 10 yeah. Plus another 3 yeah for 10. For 10. On turn 3. Plus if you've got a GP off and you your third land was a fetch land. Yep. That's another five. Basically, that's better than ball lightning on turn three because he does six. Yeah. But then and you have you do nothing else for the rest of the game. But the point is with red deck wins is that if you go turn one, goblin guy, turn two, hellspark elemental. Yeah. I've only done five under the turn. No, you done you you done nine. You got to hope they've done a fetch, which is pretty likely. Someone's cracked a fetch this time. You kill them on turn three. I mean, I agree. Yeah. It's all in. Absolutely all, all in. in balls to balls. The other point is though is that the, your drop, your highest drop is what three? Yeah. So like yeah. going, I got to start again. Your red deck, you're back in it. Oh no, I get to play my lightning bolts. I might have one drops now. I mean, yeah, but do, must do you not remember in Pokemon? You put your energies on your guy, and then your guy dies. And you're like, fuck! I put all my energies on this guy, and I have, I've got to wait and draw into energies to do anything with my bench Pokemon. It's like this. Yeah, you, you don't do you that. Pokemon. You've ditched your land. So shit at Pokemon. Guys. No, but that's what I'm saying. I when you do that, this card out first because <laughs> that guy is huge. No, what I'm saying he is when 120. Yeah, yeah, and he could draw a card for no, no, only one. What energy. I'm saying is when you put all your lands on one guy and your guy dies, <laughs> you've got to sit behind and you've got to draw into your energies again. And that's then I what put, um, then I had, Red does. Then I, um, that's the same with this. Even went the Wigglytuff route or the Venusaur route and I and, and, and did that on my board, and then once you eventually kill my Kangs card, my guy came out and like killed all your guys. Just like that. Bam. What I'm saying is that if you put all your energies on one guy and your guy dies. And then you have to wait to draw into your energies again, which is um like this red deck where you you don't just you start again <laughs> you start again without so any energies. Are we, are we concluding that Pokemon is more balls out than Magic? Yeah. Pokemon's fucking hardcore. Pokemon's hardcore. <laughs> Magic's for pussies. If you want to be a real you know, man. Magic just your turns your Pokemon. So uh, Magic just turns your creatures sideways. Pokemon turns them upside down. <laughs> I almost died on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Drowned on Carlsberg. Um, what were we even talking about? Well, we're talking about oh, Red oh, Red Deck Red, Red the Pokemon again invaded this podcast. Hey, have you ever playing a game for Warlord? Warlord. Can't say I do. Anyway, all your time. Anyway, moving on. I've actually got a list, Twitter. He's got a list. I've got a list. We can talk without you, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk, are we talking about, is it some sort of deck, or... Uh, Oh, we'll have to wait for you then. You're rubbish. Continuity and all that shit. Yeah, it's gone out the window, isn't it? Okay, I've got a list. Uh, Pip and I have been working on it over the weekend, just texting each other. Uh, it's like a manland control. It sounds lame, I know. Mm -hmm. um, basically, we've been working the numbers... Me, Sell it to me. We've been working the numbers over the weekend. Um, You're not selling it to me, so yeah. Hard and, sell it. And we, we no deal, I'm out. <laughs> we've really tried to... Push as many man lands like I was, uh, we were working on. It, I was just texting like, "Can we put a celestial colonnade on an island in this deck?" Bear in mind it's Nile colours, and he's like, "Let's do it." <laughs> so right, okay. No, no, because then we can play lightning, and then I just play Jund again, and I'm trying to avoid this. <laughs> okay, this is Nile colours, but it was splash of blue. 
Uh, so it's got four Blood Red Elves, four Knight of the Quillery, four Wall of Omens, four Lightning Bolt, three O-Ring, three Night Charm, th uh, three Day of Judgment, two Ajani Vengeance, four Trace of Abundance, two Path, one Gideon, four Raging Ravine, four Wildwood, three Arid Mesa, two Rainforest, one Expanse, one Step, four Forest, three Plains, two Mountains, a Colonnade and an Island. And I really want to get a, a Tectonic Edge in there somewhere <laughs> as well. Um, it's Peter's been playing it and he says it plays like uh, Revlock. Right. Like Revlock control. Because you just control the board a bit and then you just win. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, um, what do you think? I'll have to see. I'm a visual kind of person. Best of not the running for any omens, yes. O ring, now charm. Why the night charm? Uh, Flores runs that in uh, uh, Rocks Medicine 2010. So we thought we'd give it a try. Um, right. And apparently, uh, I mean, I haven't actually played the deck. Uh, I've got fish a little bit online. Uh, but Pitch playing it. He says, like, going Blood Bread Elf into it mm -hmm. is just the nuts. Because then, obviously, you've got other, if you have other things as well. Right. Uh, Night Charm. I like Night Charm. I think. I think it's good. Yeah. We got the mana to play it, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Um we had a little I still think we're a little bit prone to blightning, which is my biggest concern with the deck. Uh like Pip had Wrath and Dauntless Escort and stuff in there mm -hmm. to protect the man lands. So I'm like, Oh you've got Trace of Abundance to do that. They can't die to wrath effects anyway. Bolt's not a problem because you just get in with the stirring wildwoods or colonnades, bolt doesn't hurt them. Yeah, yeah. And after one attack from raging ravines it's out of bolt range anyway. Um, Flame Slash obviously isn't here at four. Mm -hmm. um, see, I, I think it's pretty protected. Uh, so we didn't need that. So we just put in Wall of Omens, which gives us a little bit of protection against Junt, but I think we need a bit more recovery. Well, We've got the Blood Bread Elves. You're getting your opponent's card. Well, sort of cycling itself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes it less blinding. It's not so bad. And also you sit there stopping their early stuff. Yeah. When you're getting your man lands down. Seems yeah, I mean, you got to control the board to begin with. I mean, I'm going to give that some serious testing as well. Because mm -hmm. I think that's going to be interesting going into Nationals. So the Colonnade and the Island are purely in there for themselves? Yeah, because you've got the Colonnade and the Island. You've got the Misty Rainforests. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you've got Trace of Abundance. Yeah. So you've got enough blue sources, I think, to support it. And you can tutor it up with the Night of the Cool Room. Yeah, yeah. Also, when Spreadham goes, Spreading sees your Raging Ravine. Go on, my Colonnade deck! Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I was just like, this is going to be amazing when they spreading seeds your guy and you use that blue mana to get um. What do you do point. though when they uh, contaminated ground? Fist pump because I'm going to win this game. Hey, you were scared when you played Harlan's spreading seas contaminated. I wasn't ground. scared. I told you, you. I pulsed away on his spreading seas and convincing mirages and played my blood bread elf and swung for lethal. It was amazing. You lie. I did not lie. I won that game. You know, um, I don't. I no, I dropped the first game against him with that, and I dropped the first game last week against Chris. I was playing Blue White Control. The only oh, game no, I lost was against deck. the Megrim deck. deck. Have you played the Megrim deck? No, but I've heard about it. It's it's like Megrim and Underworld Dreams, the and then it's got like Burning Inquiry. I so tell you like what, it is. If you buy a um, purchase. Jewels of the Plains Orbis Liliana Vest deck it's probably the same <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have the rack in it so it's not as good it's not as good um, but I did notice that um, I was playing out Jason Gideon and he was like dealing me the damage which is probably uh, is possibly correct I don't know it's like he wants to kill me as quickly as possible but at the same time 
my planeswalker skill and I put hell on you. I am. Um, They're taking so, me to my O-ring. So I am grudgingly will admit that I lost to that. Ooh. And I beat it this week though. On the internet as well. <laughs> I know. <laughs> over, That's confession. I know. I'm on protection noob and I'm clearly a noob. <laughs> no, I mean what uh, what happened with that deck is anytime you played well, like week one or whatever, like you know, as the way to put it, that you played that deck. The first game he played Howling Mine and then went on one. I was playing Vampires by the way, just to confirm for yeah. that right. doesn't, doesn't know. Um it just was like Howling Mine's better for my deck than your rubbish deck. Cheers. And then he didn't play Howling Mine in his other <laughs> games, so he just played Underworld Dreams and me grim and I'm playing black and I'm like I can't do anything about enchantments <laughs> my life gain's not good enough because you've got nobody killed by tendrils and you're not fair so and I never saw Night Hawks which is rubbish so this week I saw Howling Wine 2 out of 3 games and just beat him 2 well mm-hmm. I didn't say I didn't even play 3 games just beat him 2 because I just saw Howling Wines each time and as soon as he got Howling Wine, I'm like ooh Cheers. this is better for my deck than yours so that deck is terrible I'd cut Howling Wine out of that <laughs> I just think it's like yeah I know Underworld Dreams is you know it's a combo there well done well done, you saw that that said draw cards hurt and that says draw more cards, but you know, it's rubbish. <laughs> I was brainstorming with Jace <laughs> when also he had other dreams. I was like, I'll lightning bolt myself to dig, that's fine. I think any I'll just get my spreading seeds, put my spreading seeds on it. That's why I would. Cover my ground of how bad it was that I lost to it, but also, like, that's what happens with random shit decks. Occasionally, you will lose a match. I'm no. sure if I play him, like, he will, that's the thing. No, I won't. You will. You're in in so fact, good. I have a better matchup against the random shit jank decks than I do against the real decks because I haven't tested for the real decks anyway. And the real decks are better. Are you want about with your manland deck? There's more manland deck. I like. I need man a better name. Deck. I need a better name. It should be called When Lands Attack. <laughs> I like that. That's good. I'm sure there's already something called that though. Why don't you? Um, I miss talking sense. Let people tweet or comment. Yeah. Then there you go, readers and listeners. I put the list up Name on the G URL. Because you know what? We missed out on We missed out on my giveaway that you just Oh, got yeah. There. I cut <laughs> your giveaway out. Lennox <laughs> Land Army. Lennox Land Army. I like that. Oh, I see. So, what I've done there is associate it with yourself, the creator. So, when and it. the land bit. That's yeah. unfair. Pip and <laughs> uh, Pip and I worked on it together. Pip's Pip gave me a list. Pip's Land Army doesn't go well. down as well as Lennox Land Army, you see. No. It rolls off the tongue, if I'm honest. Pip's Land Bitches. No, I don't know of this mystery Pip. Who is he? Or she? Um, he's Pip, he's he. a... He's a, a Welsh guy. <laughs> that, uh, that he's my friend from, knows from Cardiff. He has come down and played with us before. Right. Um, he went to Nats with us last year. Which is he's awesome. Like, uh, Ian's Epic. in love with him. <laughs> Ian does love him. It makes him and Roman's relationship look... Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it makes it look straight. He does also remind me of that Mark Watson, even though that guy's not actually Welsh, but he reminds me of him. Who's Mark Watson? That comedian. <laughs> Google Mark Watson. The one off of the cider advert. I can't think of anything good he's in. He's good, though, but... Do you know what you're talking about? No, he's not Mark Watson. Have I got the name wrong? I'm just <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Mark it's a terrible name. conversation. No, Mark Ronson is like that musician person. He, he does the musical things. Let's Google this shit. What's his name? Mark Watson. No, not with a H you tit. W A T S. Oh, that guy! That guy! And that Pip's guy! Him a bit. <laughs> and he's got a really? because he always puts it on a bit because he lives there. Now <laughs> do, you not, do you not think he reminds you of Louis Fick? What's the look at you mean? 
to look at and in personality sort of though obviously I don't know this guy <laughs> He's less greasy than Pip. <laughs> and he doesn't have an umbrella. He does have a <laughs> random umbrella. And he's well, probably not camping. He's about town, is a brolly. <laughs> so he no, knew that. Anyway, the question. No, I don't know Pip. Yeah. And I hear, I get the impression he's rather good. Well, Magic. Yeah. He's alright. He qualified. Props to Pip. <laughs> Wait, okay, so I'm going <laughs> to start with Lennox. Who's alright? He's, he's as good as us. <laughs> okay, yeah. And he's already qualified. Yeah. Unlike somebody else. Somebody else here. Somebody else here. All three of us. Yeah. Shit. yeah. So. You're not hitting any more qualifiers, though, are you? This year? Except for last uh, time. No, I don't think I'll be able to. Are you come to nationals with us? Actually, I've never been to nationals or anything. You have you to come, come to nationals come. with us. It's good. I'm almost, uh, I, I'm almost scared in a sort of a small <laughs> child first day at school kind of way. I'm really? scared this year because it's in London town and I don't know how much it's going to cost. Yeah, but yeah. last year it's in Brighton at the height of gay season. <laughs> so you know another Pip story <laughs> um, is that it was Gay Pride weekend oh really while yeah. the GP was on GP Brighton um, I didn't is this where that. Josh lost 8 hours of his life yeah oh yeah well Josh got lost at a bar and then they don't know what happened he went outside for a cigarette and then we didn't see him again I'm sure there's a crime report that can tell him what happened to him <laughs> um, however also he's um, got internal scarring to tell him what happened to him <laughs> what Pip didn't realise wandering into bars is that a little rainbow flag <laughs> in the bar it symbolizes <laughs> yes, it symbolizes a, a gay bar. It symbolizes that there might be men that gay bar, gay bar. Other men there, yeah. So yeah, he didn't realize that. That was quite funny. Interesting. Did he? Uh... He also was camping there. Was he like, was. That camping. was a weird thing until he invi- we invited him. <laughs> yeah, we were like, get out of the rain and get on my floor. <laughs> In the most heterosexual way possible. Did Brighton is a shithole. I wish yeah. we started the podcast after we invited. There's loads of stories. Cool. Yeah. We didn't say the almost. Almost hanged around with a Hall of Fame story. Oh yeah, that's R- never happened. Do you know? Have you ever heard of Raphael Levy? Yes, they're a pro. Yeah, Raphael Levy um, is friends with Roman, who's, oh, our, really? fr- who's our French friend, and yes. he's played Magic. Uh, did you ever meet Roman? Yeah, right, 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 Roman. Yeah. Um, and obviously, there's a Grand Prix. Roman came over because we hadn't seen him for a while, and uh, they were gonna stay with us. But Ian, being the douchebag that he was, didn't bother to arrange any accommodation. So, oh, you can just crash on my floor. Mm-hmm. Which Raphael I think Levy, Hall of Fame, is not going to crash on your floor. Roman did, didn't he? Did Roman? Yeah, Roman. Yeah, Roman crashed Roman on my floor. Sort of and Raphael Levy was like, <laughs> Roman's nah. a poor French peasant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raphael Levy was like, nah, that's right. I'll, I've got some other friends. I'll go stay with them. Mm. Uh, we're so- they were sorting accommodation out, so he's go with them. So we always had Raphael Levy staying with us in Grand Prix Brighton. Put him in the nut. been insane. However. He, he, we did see him walk over and start chatting and being all friendly with Steve Saden. It's like, probably good job that he wasn't in our flat. Because I'm not sure if you if you know, but Lennox isn't too fond of Steve <laughs> Saden. Really? I, I can't sound a huge Except fan of Steve Saden. What happened is, uh, Josh, um, the former podcast on here, and Lennox, both decided his name was Airway. He was um, uh, <laughs> writing probably the most boring match in the top eight. He, he was the time. Covered, doing coverage of a feature match. Yeah. And... Um, it was Le- Levy, wasn't it? Raphael Levy came up behind him, and they were like, he was typing on uh, the Mac mm. what was in the guy's hand, mm. and saying, "Oh, this is going to be match is going to be over quickly." So we leant in, uh, me and Bailey on either side, to see what was being written down. And then we sort of both had an epiphany, looked at each other, and we just went <laughs> <laughs> and smelled Steve Saden. <laughs> the best point that though, which made me like Saden more, was uh, where we went. God, this is dull. Actually, turned around and just went and nodded. 
<laughs> with the most sort of like you know blank like oh my god I'm dying okay uh, uh, I think we can wrap there <laughs> seeing as we've started to drift away um, as always as always you can uh, comment on MTG cast or you can email me at uh, mtg underscore lennox at hotmail dot com my new address mtg underscore le double nox or you can uh, follow me on twitter uh, at mtg underscore lennox which is mtg underscore le double nox right. people can't follow me at all because I'm officially dead on facebook so um, I'm back from the grave you need a twitter account you do need a twitter account if you were on twitter you could follow me at, at scientologist dot com which is p-s-i-e-n-t O-L-O-G-I-S-T We'll put them in the show notes That is that. That's their theme tune Tom Cruise sings it every day When he wakes up in the morning That's the point It's not Scientology Like this reality on the show But we explained that He didn't know what Scientology was And then I was like But it's not like that But um Yeah I'll put our contacts In the show notes If anyone wants to Contact Greg Use a Ouija board because you're not going to find me. Then uh, just or just comment or, or tell us. us to tell him. Yeah, please. It'd I'm be like Chinese whispers though, so it would might be. get a slightly <laughs> different version. So we'll go through it. <laughs> Everyone thinks They'll you're a cunt, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, Greg was really cool dish in the podcast. I'm like, Greg, you're a prick. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> Why are you literally shouting? You're doing it like. So I imagine we're in the pub right now. <laughs> I'm imagining you're just in a big house together. <laughs> Good night, Greg. <laughs> Good night, Lenny. Good night, Lenny. I've woken up every morning to over the tannoy. Emma, Emma, see, It's Mickey Mouse song. I know it's Mickey Mouse song. Well done. From Full Metal Jet. From Full Metal. Jet. Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Mouse. Full Metal Mouse. It's Mickey Mouse with a big gun. Oh, hello. There was a jacket. Now there is a mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know if you give Mickey Mouse the metal coat and then you trade him over to another game, you get a metal Mickey? (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that fucking robot? (laughs) I know. Still Mick. I heard he was good. <laughs> so we managed to get a really obscure pop culture reference and a Pokemon reference in that joke. High five! High five! Woo! Hey! Woo! <laughs> We're so good! I didn't even get the Pokemon bit, but never mind. <laughs> if you. Well, he said trade to another game. If was you, that not clear if you give Onyx. <laughs> A metal coat, and then you trade into another game. You get a Steelix. Or if you or give Cipher the Cipher the metal coat. Cipher. Sizzle. Bum, bum, bum. Welcome to Pokecast. <laughs> it's nothing to do with Pokemon, but we go and poke things. Okay, well I think that's it for this week. So um, wish me luck on Sunday, and hopefully I'll be back with an NQ first place report next week or a couple of weeks time. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. I think we're probably going to be focusing on limited next podcast because we'll have had another draft under our belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm looking forward to draft actually. Me too. I, I feel like uh, my skills of luck <laughs> come out. The bills. Yeah, come out. Oh, get you. 
with your Beastie Boys reference. I fucking love Beastie Boys. Um, <laughs> it, I, I'm thinking that I'm, I'm enjoying Limited more at the moment than I do Constructed, if I'm honest. Yeah. No, no, I don't know why. I, I always feel I, that I, way. I always thought I would enjoy Constructed more, but um, <coughs> I prefer Limited as Constructed. I prefer Limited. I didn't really like Rise to begin with, but that draft was sick. I think getting past Gideon Pack 2 sets you up for a really good I fun draft. I also believe still. The, the fun thing about Limited for us is having a very diverse group of players. quality and players. Um, yeah. It's a slightly more equal thing. Obviously, it's not completely because I, we know what Kaz is still going to come last. Well, yeah, I mean, somebody that's never. Card of Irish has called of people that have been into it longer. Somebody always has to come last. Just yeah, but the, the buy comes higher than Kaz. This has been Protection from New with me, Lennox, Chad, and special guest Greg. Hello, goodbye. And we'll be back soon. Tutty bye. Who's the leader of the club that's made for you and me? Greg, this is your one chance to prove yourself on our podcast. In three seconds, say something witty. Three, two, one. Why is your bum puff always blue no matter what colour underpants you wear? <laughs> That's true! Why is it true? Why is it like that? Alright, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs>